Hey y'all. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Welcome to Any, where love is the foundation of life with thyself. I'm Shani Wasikoff, and thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The gift of life is one that is such a privilege, such a telling of God's mercy, because to be here alive, I mean to be here alive, you know, there's things, there's hardships, there's evil, there's violence, there's a lot of things going on in the world, but to be here alive is a blessing, and sometimes we can lose sight of that blessing because of everything going on, but that just gives us more reason to thank God for the blessing of life, the blessing of him, because he is life. He breathed the breath of life into Adam's nostrils, into our nostrils, and we became a living soul. And so it's such a privilege, an opportunity, just experience the goodness of his everything, the goodness of his creations and of his creation's creations, and just of life and our life and our past in life. And so I'm just very thankful to be here with you all in this community. Any is not a podcast, any is a community. And so I even find myself sometimes saying, oh, go follow any podcast, but any is a community, a community. We're a community. Okay, we are unified by life and we all experience life in our own ways, but that unifies us because we can relate in some way, in some form, in something. And so I thank God for that because any, yes, when it comes to technicalities, began as a podcast, but that branched off into creating a community of love, of truth, of kindness, and of joy, and of so much more that that is just embezzled into us as human beings and that shines through our vulnerability and our willingness to share. So I thank God to be here. I thank God for placing me here at this moment and it's very difficult sometimes to gauge when these episodes will be recorded if I'm being honest with you all. Um, This is something that again God has laid on my heart and I stepped forward in faith and has continued this. We have not missed a Friday. Wow. Um, I just do want to thank you all before this topic is shared. Truly, I remember the first any episode was posted on March 27th. It was the introduction to any. And again, any has changed tremendously from that. And so just as us people the things that we create and allow to be changed by not just us but by god and by those around us introductions change and it's beautiful to have that one set in stone back in march 27th and to see how it has transpired over the course of this year and of almost a year of any and it's funny because i've always had the urge to put any out on fridays and i accidentally put it out on the exact day that I recorded it, which was March 27th. And I realized that and I said, but I'm not going to delete it. And so after that, I chose to be intentional about making sure any was prepared to be released every single Friday. And the journey is such a blessing. If you go on any's Instagram, you can just see the beauty of the the, the episodes and, and, and their cover arts changing as time progresses. And especially with this topic's cover, 
it is just a blessing to see how God placed this for this time period. Truly though, I am in awe. I've been in awe for this entire year. And when I actually realized that it was in awe meant that I was feeling and just complete. I'm just speechless really. But I just always want to find words to speak and sometimes it's just not meant. And I thank God for hearing my silence as thanks as well and not always making me speak to thank him and to appreciate where I am and who I am and who he is and what he does for us on a day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis. Thank you, Jesus. And so today's topic is one that I found myself speaking about a lot. And if you've noticed, we've also changed the synopsis and the definition and the blurb of any because it's truly just God allowing me, Shani Wasserkoff, to have our relations. And then off of those, as I'm speaking to you all, Thanks to God and thanks to my intellect and my knowledge and my perseverance and my efforts, I am able to use my revelations that I have and then dive into different perspectives. So perspectives of family members, of you all, of of anyone really, and just allow my revelations to not just be for me, but for you all as well. And so as we have had almost nine months of any, I'm able to actually realize that it has the majority of these episodes, truthfully all of them, began with my own revelations. And because I I truly just sat down and, and dived into them as I was speaking to you all, we were all able to get revelations and truths and, and solutions and equations from the episodes. And so I thank God for that revelation and the many more to come. And so this episode is also a revelation. Um, I actually had a whole video on my phone when I realized it, but it wasn't, I didn't, I always, hmm, I always have nudges to record any episodes. There's so many that I have thought about that haven't been recorded yet. And that's just with anything that I do. There's so many creative paths that I have for myself. And sometimes I don't step on them all, but this one, it kept coming up. I mean, man, it kept coming up and you all will see how it's just something that comes up on a day-to-day basis. But not just that, but the, 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 the part where it was just being revealed to me that, again, it, it's just, mm, let me just share the topic with you all. Today's topic is hardships to appreciate hardships to appreciate. An episode that I think about a lot, especially with this one or anyone, is the definitions episode that we had a couple Fridays ago. I mean, when I tell you all, still to this day and for the rest of my life, but especially recently, and for an example, I catch myself sometimes saying, oh, this is so dumb, or you're so dumb. And I remember reading the Bible one time, and it was talking about Moses, and when God sent Moses, or or told Moses that he wanted him to save the Israelites. And Moses was telling God, you know, like, I can't do that, you know how I speak. And then God said, who made the dumb? And I was like, how, where does dumb come in? Because I always equated dumb to meaning, oh, you know what I'm saying, you just lack common sense or you're just ignorant pretty much and 
It can be intentional and also non-intentional ignorance. You know how people say, oh, you're a dumbass and things like that. It, it, it was just something that I never decided to look up. And when I looked up the word dumb and it said temporarily unable or unwilling to speak, I was like, man, I got to start watching what I say for real. And then I realized that when we say dumb, we actually mean stupid. Because stupid means having or showing a great lack of intelligence, okay, or just common sense. And that's what I believed dumb to me, but that's not what dumb meant or means now. And so even with that, and that leads into this episode, but I'm just, again, always reminded of our definitions episode because as a community, as individuals, we must realize what we're saying and just being intentional about what we're saying can save us from a lot and save those around us from a lot. And so as we begin this episode, let's first look at the definition for hardships. Hardship means severe suffering. And so when we look back to suffering, it means the state of undergoing pain, distress, or hardship. Okay, experienced or subjected to something bad or unpleasant. Okay, and so when we look up unpleasant, we see that that means causing discomfort, unhappiness, or revulsion. And revulsion means a sense of disgust and loathing. And so unpleasant also means disagreeable. And so when we look at that and realize that hardships aren't just these drastic life occurrences, these things that we just add so much weight to, we realize A hardship could literally be us disagreeing with our grade. A hardship could literally be us not waking up at the right time and being angry with ourselves. A hardship could be us relaxing and realizing that we should be working and now we're mad with ourselves because we we disagree that we don't deserve relaxation and that all we should be doing is working. We realize that hardships are discomfort, it's unhappiness, revulsion, they're disagreeable to our souls and so when we're uncomfortable that is a hardship for us okay and so to truly understand this episode and this revelation we must first realize that hardships are anything really okay and that's different for anybody but a hardship for me might be comfortability for somebody else and so realizing that your hardships aren't dependent upon whether someone else labels it as such it's dependent upon you okay and so Don't allow your hardships to be invalidated. And now some people will share hardships. They will share times that they have to withstand hardships and challenges in life and they are unhappy or they disagree with what's going on or they're uncomfortable. Okay, that that does happen on occasion. And for some, it happens more frequently than others. Yet realizing that your hardships are not defined by somebody else. It's defined by you and what you're used to, what you agree with, what makes you happy, things of that nature. And so it also ties back into our episode Where does our feelings come from? Because that's a very crucial topic to speak on when it comes to hardships because feelings are so much. They're not permanent, but they are factual. And to find solution to our feelings, we must first acknowledge them. And to realize that we have hardships, we must first understand what a hardship is. And you know how you realize you have a cold or you realize you need work in music, you have to identify what that 
is, what that looks like. How do you know that you need to work on your tone if you don't know what tone is? Okay, and how do you and how do you know that you are going through a hardship when you don't know the symptoms of a hardship, of hardships, of challenges? You don't know what that looks like for you. And so again, you could be going through that, but you don't know what it is. You don't know how to label it. You don't know how to how to acknowledge it because you don't know what it looks like. And so as we spoke about and where do our feelings come from, we were talking about sometimes we're given an answer, but we don't know how to enact that. We don't know how that looks for us. We don't know how to take that step. And so it's a lot that goes into taking that step, okay? And preferably my revelation and God's using of my voice and the perspectives that we dive into, preferably that assists you in getting your own revelation. And so since we realize the definition of hardships, we now are able to truly dive into this revelation. Now, when we think about hardships and we realize that they can look like anything for anybody and mine is not invalidated because you don't find it to be a hardship. That specific outlook reminds me of a verse in Romans 14 that I would like to share with you to give you more of another perspective, a biblical perspective on it. And this is truth because once you realize the actuality of this verse, you will see just how it pertains to not only this episode, but our lives and our practices and our beliefs in general. And so I'm going to read you a verse from Romans 14. And it says, this is the NLT version, and it is Romans 14, 3. And it says, those who feel free to eat anything must not look down on those who don't. And those who don't eat certain foods must not condemn those who do, for God has accepted them. For God has accepted them. For God has accepted them. A lot of times we hear that God says, Come as you are. Or we hear people say that, but a lot of people find it difficult to find a verse that actually says that. And this is a great example. We see that God accepts those who eat certain things and who don't eat certain things. Realizing that God accepts vegans, but God also accepts pescatarians. And so it, it just... I love this verse because it, it pertains to, again, coming as you are and things of that nature, but it also pertains to us. And so it, it literally says, do not condemn, do not look down upon, do, do not side eye because they do something that you don't do or you might not agree with or you might or, or your body might not agree with or something that you were taught was wrong. How, who are you to look down on that person, especially when it literally says that God has accepted them. God has embraced them. And I love that verse. And so to back that up, I'm going to read Romans 14, 20 through 23. And again, as I'm saying this, this me referencing scripture is a, is a way to look at a different perspective. And whether you believe in God or not, these scriptures are here to assist. And if I can assist you with using scripture, I'm going to do that. And so this is the NLT version. I'm going to read this and then we're going to use that to our advantage to truly break apart hardships to appreciate the topic at hand. This is Romans 14, 20 through 23, the NLT version. Don't tear apart the work of God over what you eat. 
So if we go back to the other verse, it talks about, again, looking down on people because they eat something, but it tells us not to do that because just because you don't do it does not mean it's bad for the entire world, okay? It says, remember, all foods are acceptable. If we go back to Genesis, we have dominion over everything that we're able to eat, okay? But it is wrong to eat something if it makes another person stumble. So this is bringing us back to the motives, our motives for things. If we go back to the last verse and we realize that for somebody, this is not what they do, but we're showing them that it's okay to do it in a way that we're just trying to convert them. You know how people are like, oh my gosh, you're old Jesus. And you're just trying to convert and not educate. This is what it's saying. It's not saying don't do what you believe is right. It's saying don't do what you believe in right. And your only motive for that is to convert somebody or to prove somebody wrong. Okay. You can debate. You can show why what you believe is true. That does not mean everybody else is going to believe that is true. And so you might not believe that these verses are true. Yet what I am telling you is not to convert you to Christianity. It's just to educate you and to allow you to better understand this topic and what we're speaking about. Verse 21. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything else if it might cause another believer to stumble. Again, going back to what we were just saying. You may believe there's nothing wrong with what you're doing, but keep it between yourself and God. I love that. I love that. You may believe that this is right for you, but that does not mean it is right for everybody else. And some things need to be sacred and just communion with you and God. Okay. For instance, in some relationships, some people do certain things and that is kept between them because they believe it is correct. But for another person, they believe that it's not correct. And so it's not my duty to always share what I believe is correct. Okay, it, it, it just is not. The consequence of that, whether good or bad, is something that I cannot control. Because as it says in the Bible, I believe in Matthew, it's not what goes into a man that defiles him. It is what comes out that defiles him. And so when we think about that, we have to realize that me being like, oh man, you don't eat no damn meat. That's ridiculous, man. That's going into their system. But what comes out of it, I cannot control. They can, but I cannot control. That's why we must be cognizant of what we say and how we act. And that also goes back to the verse Matthew 5, 16, where it says, let your light shine upon men so they may see your good works and worship your father, which is in heaven. Now, what if they don't see their good works? Then that erases the last act which is worshiping your father in heaven and so realizing that it does not say confine yourself so people don't sin or combine yourself for this but it says some things are meant to be kept between you and god and that's just how it is but as this society begins to expand and our and our opinions begin to be heard more we realize that it's looked down upon to keep things to yourself you should be all open but again, that's something that's very difficult to do. And we're not called to be open completely. Everybody does not need to know everything about you. That's why we have certain people in our life, certain companions, um, certain loves, uh, certain friends, certain family members that we can confine in. But, but it's not meant for everybody to know everything about you. Okay, because things that you be believe, even talking about the Bible and speaking on God, again, the, the Bible is truth. But I may get a conviction about wearing makeup and then I see somebody else wearing makeup. I'm like, damn, you should be wearing that because God told me not to wear that. That is not their conviction. It is my conviction. And so because I believe that is true for me, I must keep that between me and God and not go spreading that around for the entire world. Because, again, people are very fragile. 
whether they want to believe it or not, people are very fragile and a lot of people are ignorant. A lot of people have not matured mentally in, in truth. And so they just grab onto what they hear. And that's why I say in being cognizant of what you do, because someone is always watching. Okay. And that is not said to make you be like, oh, I have to be this specific way. But in being the way that you are as a human being and as you, as your true self, as thyself, you must realize that everything is not meant to be shared. And that's what this is saying. To continue with this verse, blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they have decided is right. So let's read verse 22 again. You may believe there's nothing wrong with what you're doing, but keep it between yourself and God. Blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they have decided is right. You have decided this is right for you. And sometimes we get convictions and God has told us that this is right for us. But it says, do you see what it says? Blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they have decided is right. There are truths in life, but when it comes to, for instance, the Bible, we understand as those who believe this is true. And within our truth, we are also different people from who we are reading. We relate to those people, right? We have scriptures and each scripture is true. And it talks about God and their story is true, factual promises from God, okay? Now, stepping away from the Bible, yet still holding the scriptures and promises of God and God dear to us and within us, we must understand that we will get convictions upon our own life. We will get, you know what I'm saying, this is not for you. This is not healthy for you. This is something that's going to benefit you. We get those things based upon who we are as people. And those things are not Bible. We don't see those things in the Bible. We don't see, yeah, Shani Wasikoff is not healthy for her to be drinking lemonade. We don't see that in the Bible. That is a conviction for me. Now, I do see that death and life are in the power of the tongue. I do see that fornication is a sin in the Bible, okay? So that is a truth that is in the Bible. Yet, when it comes to my personal relationship with God, when it comes to my personal paths in life, my experiences, who I am, those convictions are for me. And for the most part, it's best if I keep those between me. Because again, just because I believe it's true for me does not mean it's true for anybody else. Now, when we talk about our truth, those are our truth. Because me not eating meat, and realizing it, that it might decline my health if I bite into a cow's behind is different from someone who eats meat and it's completely fine. It actually betters their health. It's a difference. And sometimes those differences are best to be kept within. Okay? In life, there's so much. There's so much going on. I mean, pain is as if it's our best friend. I mean, I see that thing more than I see people that I love. And it's just because it is around. Having this year be the year that I really decided to open my heart as a person. And it's been the time that I have been hurt the most. I feel like pricks are all over my body. I feel like that I am a rose, you know, with the thorns, except the thorns aren't pointing outward they're pointing inward poking my intestines poking especially my heart and my brain and my knowledge and who I am it's just prickly it's a prickly life to live truthfully especially who Shani Wasikoff is it's very difficult and, and this year has been that for me and so to see that to see and actually understand what hardships are I'm able to realize that my year was full of them my days still, even today, they're full of them. Things that I disagree with. Things that might not bring me the most joy when I look at them head on or from the surface level. Things that I'm uncomfortable with, okay? It, it, it's a hardship. For instance, it, it, if I'm uncomfortable singing, 
I'm not confident singing that it's it's uncomfortable for me and so it's a hardship it's something that that I'm not comfortable with okay that 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 is a hardship if I decide to pursue music or singing and in life everything is a hardship everything is just not as hard or the ship is just not as hard to sail in some areas okay and so when we speak about hardships I want to realize that getting through a day is a hardship okay because that day has so much in it That day brings challenges that you know for a fact you're going to have to face to make it to the end of the day. And as we talked about in Surviving and Living, it's not about making it to the end of the day. It's making it through those moments, those challenges. And that is difficult. It, it, It just is. Because knowing that it's a new day, even if we see a challenge that we saw yesterday, it's going to be a new challenge than yesterday because it will not be done over. Even if we feel like we're living the same lesson, the principle, what it is we should take away from it stays the same. But the way that the lesson is shown to us changes because our day changes. We change. And so our perspective changes. What what we grab to changes. What we decide to take a look at changes. How we feel about certain things changes. Our mindset changes. And so it is just a lot of change. Yet pain is something that feels like it does not change. These hardships don't change. And so the hardships, yes, they change. But, but having them does not change. Okay. And so so this topic is one that's difficult because it says hardships to appreciate. And, and, and first it was going to be called appreciating hardships, but it's hardships to appreciate. And when that is said, it's like, are there certain hardships I should appreciate and certain ones I should not? And by the end of this episode, I would like us all to answer that question ourselves and keep that within ourselves. So because sometimes a lot of times people are very um easy to be influenced and I don't want to influence anybody into saying an answer that isn't truly theirs okay and so hardships to appreciate what is the definition of appreciate to recognize the full worth of thank you Jesus oh my gosh I love that definition man I do man that is a blessing to recognize the full worth of the full value of the the importance of to acknowledge the truth of that's what acknowledge is it, it, man oh that got me because that's one of the definitions I just truly did not know and I say I appreciate you I appreciate you my father and I appreciate the Bible I appreciate my life I appreciate Shalini Wasikoff for who she is right now I say these things yet to realize that appreciate to appreciate something meant what it means it it, it just blesses me to recognize the full worth of to be grateful or thankful for to grasp the nature worth quality or significance of to be aware of something or to understand something that is valuable again appreciate (sighs) thank you jesus it's just something that i've been talking about a lot okay with myself with god and just looking at my life lately and just 2022 truly something that i always tell myself is to appreciate to recognize the full worth of something you have to know where that thing is coming from you have to know why you have to know how and not saying that you're going to know that every time or know the fullness of the why or how every time yet for instance, I'm going to give you a great example. And I say this every single time I bring up appreciation, but Jesus dying on the cross to somebody who does not know the 
catalyst to that decision, does not know what brought him there, does not know the journey to that, does not know what he went through actually on that cross and before he was on the cross and when he was on the cross and, and, and his journey to hell and back. It's just like, okay, he died on the cross, so what? Who asked that man to get on that cross for me? I didn't ask him to do that. And then after he did that, he going to ask me to do other stuff like don't have sex when I'm not married? Don't steal? Is he paying my bills? Who asked him to die on that cross? I didn't. I wasn't even alive to ask him. And I would have asked him to do it now. Who asked him to die on that cross? That's the question because where is the value to recognize? What, what am I recognizing that leads to him dying on that cross? I just see him dying on the cross. How am I going to appreciate that? Something to also be considerate of is us as human beings and how unique we are realizing that just as we go to a movie and nobody is ever going to have the exact same takeaway because all of our lives are extremely different realizing the same thing applies to appreciation two different circumstances can bring about a different type of appreciation and because of who I am and how I've been raised looking face on of Jesus dying on the cross I might not be able to attach myself to that or, or relate to that or in any way see how that could be for me again death for some people is triggering so how can someone dying for me be for me when all my life it has been something to tear me apart how can that be making me better how can that be adding something to my life how can that be for my greater good and so we have to realize that appreciation it, it just like anything is based upon us truthfully and we have to truly allow ourselves to realize that sometimes it comes from the idea that we don't know how to appreciate this we don't know how to recognize the worth of or i don't even know what i'm recognizing because my entire life i have been taught or I had just learned the habit of not recognizing it at all or recognizing half of it. And so it takes effort. Any, everything takes effort, especially when you don't know how to do it, especially when it's the first time you're doing it. And so realizing what hardships are and realizing appreciation and how to appreciate and what appreciate means, sometimes it just takes us to appreciate what we have, whether we have the whole story or not. And thank God that we do have the story of Jesus dying on the cross, but also looking at it head on, if we just look at it and decide to diligently seek what is it, what we see, we're able to also appreciate that in, a, in our own way. Because whether you decide to recognize the worth or not, the worth is going to be there. But how are you going to perceive that worth? What is that worth going to be to you? How are you going to identify with that worth? And so we have to truthfully understand hardships, understand, appreciate, but we have to also understand ourselves and, and, and acknowledge that this is a difficult thing to do, to appreciate something, to recognize worth where I just saw decay. It is a challenge. I remember recording something for um, YouTube. I was saying that imagine you just woke up one day and you had everything that you wanted and you you you, you were just there you know what I'm saying you you were just there in the mansion in the in, in the car you wanted in the clothes your wardrobe was filled with all the clothes you had on, on, on your vision board and everything are you going to appreciate that Everything takes work and, and we're able to appreciate the reward of the work because we put in the work to receive the reward. When we're playing a video game, right, we don't just want to win. We want to work to win. 
I want to run around, get my loot, and, and do what is necessary to win, to come out as number one. I want to do that. This just handed to me. I didn't do anything. I didn't, I'm not able to enjoy the game. I mean, I just bought this game. Why would I want to just win off the bat? I didn't enjoy the game. I want to enjoy the game. I want to enjoy putting in the work. And again, sometimes that work is discomforting. Sometimes point in that journey to get to that reward, it, 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 it makes us unhappy sometimes. The, um, the joy is difficult to find. Sometimes I disagree with things on this journey. I just do. But it's because I'm on this journey that I'm able to grow. That I'm able to learn. That I'm able to, to become a new me. I'm able to renew my mind in a way. It's not handed to me. I have to go out and get it. It's because of that that I'm able to be like, man, I appreciate this. And and, and, and whatever you are in life, you, had been, you have been through hardships that have put you right here. Man, they have not been easy, but you have came out of every single one. Of every single one. And some you might be still living in right now. Yet what I am saying is that you have came out. And you are where you are now because of those hardships. Because of the discomfort, because of the unhappiness, because of the disagreeable situations and people. It, this, where you are in life right now, was not handed to you. You had to walk through. You, you had to overcome. You had to triumph. You had to get here. You, you had to do that. And it's because you did that that you're able to appreciate where you are right now. And sometimes it's so hard to appreciate where you are right now because of the hardships, because of the weight of the hardships. It's hard to take our mind off of getting through a hardship and then appreciating that we're not in one anymore because here come another one. And so it's, it's, it's a battle constantly. But to appreciate a hardship, we must realize that we did that, that that that, that, that hardship was hard. For instance... When we're working on a project, right, and we just tell ourselves, oh, this got to get done and this work got to get done, we don't appreciate the work because instead of realizing that this actually is going to take some conscious effort, we're just trying to get it done. So we're not living through it. So we can't necessarily acknowledge and, 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 and appreciate, okay, and recognize the full worth, the full value of what we're doing because we're just trying to get it done. As in, why the same lesson? I'm just trying to make it through. No, I'm just trying to make it too. Hey, I'm just trying to make it too. I can't appreciate what I'm doing because I'm just trying to make it too. I can't acknowledge that this is actually taking work. And so when I get done with this hardship, this discomfort, this unhappiness, this revulsion, this, 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 this disagreeable workload, I'm not able to be like, wow, I appreciate you, Shani Wasikoff. I appreciate me for being able to complete this because it took some actual work. And I actually had to make the conscious choice every five seconds to decide to keep persevering with this assignment. But I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not able to do that because my focus is not on the assignment and the actuality of everything surrounding it and what it's going to take to accomplish it. I'm just trying to accomplish it. I'm just trying to accomplish it. Man. To appreciate your hardships, you have to acknowledge that they were hard. You have to acknowledge that you were in pain. You have to acknowledge that you were unhappy. You have to acknowledge that you weren't comfortable. You have to acknowledge that you were disagreed. You have to acknowledge that. You have to acknowledge that to appreciate it and to appreciate where you are. That's why you see a lot of people who don't actually understand where they are, who don't appreciate where they are. And and even when you acknowledge the hardships, it's still a working fight. You still have to, because again, the hardships don't stop. 
But when you realize how to deal with them, it makes it easier for them to be a part of your livelihood. Because again, hardships equate to growth. It, that's just what it is. You have a different appreciation for things when you put in the work for it. How people talk about silver spoons. Again, you have a different appreciation for things when you work for them. That's just what it is. You can put it to any area of your life. Again, the the technicalities change, but the principle lasts. It's just that you appreciate things when you work for them. To appreciate something, you have to know what you are appreciating. You have to you, you just have to know what you are appreciating. You, got, you, 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 you have to understand it and not fully again because you won't ever understand anything fully, but you have to choose to start that understanding, to start that journey of, of intelligence, of knowledge on, on, on whatever you decide to pursue. It's just so important that we must do that. And when we talk about hardships, we don't realize that we're going through hardships because we think that we're just the most invincible moment in the world. But, but we feel the pain. We sure do. And we hurt. We be hurting, okay? It's hurtful to live in this world. It's, it's hurtful to be imperfect. It's hurtful to be a human being. It's hurtful to be black. It's hurtful to be a woman. It's, it's, it's hurtful. It's hurtful. Hey, but if we don't acknowledge that we're hurting, if we're always smiling because we don't want to, you know what I'm saying, bring nobody else down. When, when people ask about our day, we decide to say good. When it has felt like it's been bad and that I have stepped into hell myself. We won't understand and we won't be able to actually realize the value of it. If I don't realize what man did to lead Jesus to that cross, I can't realize the value, the worth of his decision to do it anyway for the people who led him there. And because we're the reasons that he's there, I must. Again, it says in Hebrews 11, 6, God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him diligently seek him god rewards those who put in the work to seek him that reward comes from us seeking him it's because we seek that we shall find you're ever trying to think of something someone might ask you what the celebrity name is and you might be watching a movie and not be able to say what the actor's name is and it's on the tip of your tongue and you stop at nothing until you find that name well, the days on end, you don't you stop at nothing. And when you finally say it, you are rewarded because you first were able to say it, but you continued to work for it. And you what? Got it. In hardship, sometimes we don't realize that we're actually fighting for our lives. Sometimes we don't realize that we should be looking for an exit. Sometimes we don't realize that we're in a hardship, that we are unhappy, that we are uncomfortable, that we are disagreeing with everything around us, even with ourselves and even with God. Sometimes we don't realize that because we do not take the effort to realize that. We have been so accustomed to just making it through. No labeling, just making it through. And so all this stuff piles up and you carrying it on your back. You sure is. And your back has broken, but you find a way to carry it. You find a way to drag every single piece that can't fit on your back along with you. With your eyelashes, with your fingernails, with your hair. You finding a way. And it might take us a lifetime to appreciate all parts of life, including the hardships. But that's work well done. Beginning is work well done. Beginning that journey of appreciating the aspects of life is work well done. You're beginning, you're starting, you're commencing. It's that, that's important. Because all parts of your life have brought you to where you are right now. 
And for some of us, it's different. You know, where we are in life right now might not be where we want to be. It might be the most hurtful place we've been, the most confused we've been, the most weak we've been, the most vulnerable we've been, the most alone we've been. And with that being true, is it possible, is it possible, is there any possibility that that truth can change if we took the time to realize the worth, the meaning, the transformation the progress of us then and now, of where we are, of who we are, of what has transpired, if we actually decided for once to stop perceiving everything based upon the instant feeling and the instant sight, would we be able to actually realize that we have been a damn good of a person from the jump? To recognize the worth of you. To recognize that this ain't your end. To recognize that the pain in this situation and the ones in the past. To to look at your past and say, man. To say, man, I got through that. And I'm alive right now. Even though I'm going through something in this current moment. I am stronger because of these situations I got through in my past. I am stronger because I finally decided to acknowledge the work that I put in to get here. Again, we appreciate, thank you, Jesus, for bringing out the situation. We have to realize we got free will. We got free will. We got to realize that we got free will, that we walking, that we choosing. God show us, okay? God convict us. God put stuff in our paths, but we still the chooser. We still the choice maker, okay? And now, yes, God do got the last say. But if he was going to force somebody to do something, he would have stopped Adam and Eve from eating that fruit. Did he? No. And it's because of that that Jesus died on the cross. And it's because of that that we're imperfect right now. Yet, we have to appreciate ourselves because we are the people that have made it right here. That have made the choices to make it right here. That have decided to listen to make it right here. That have worked through the hardships to make it right here. And so appreciating the hardship is not ignoring what was hard about it. It's not dismissing the people who made your life a working dog day and night graveyard shift continuously. It's not ignoring what people did to you. It's not ignoring those things. It's appreciating the, 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 the worth of those things. Because when you appreciated just how hard it was, just how hard the people made it, yet you did it anyway. You got out of it. You worked through it. You persevered. You realize that this situation you can get out of because 1 Corinthians 10, 13, there's no situation you can't get out of. When you realize that, you're able to step into a new. You're able to say, wow, that was hard, but that I did. That I got through. I'm able to realize the value of it because I, one, realized how hard it was, and two, I realized that I am not no damn super person. I do not have all the experience in the world. I am imperfect. I am a human being. I do have desires, okay? I do, but I made it through. I did that despite all the odds, despite all of it. When you realize that you did that, that you did what was hard, that you sailed the hardship, when you realize that, you're able to realize the actual value of it. But there are steps. And how do you begin that journey? You take the time. Hardships are a part of our lives. It, it, 
it's hey, it's just like blinking. It's something that happens. Okay, as we breathe, the hardships come. But how to recognize them and realize the value of them is different for everybody because everybody's process and path to analyzing themselves is different. Yet, you must be honest. You must begin with truth and honesty. Because if one lie, it ruins the entirety of everything. It does. And, and especially in this situation of trying to appreciate yourself and what you have gone through in the hardships, you must be honest with yourself. You must admit to the hurt. You must admit to the pain, the, the, the being uncomfortable. You must admit to the times that you did not even want to be here anymore. You must admit to, to that because you cannot appreciate where you are if you do not appreciate what you have to get through, what you have to overcome and triumph over and declare to get where you are now, it will just make it, it, it. You just won't be able to appreciate this if you don't appreciate that. And it's not telling you to stay in the past, but it's telling you to appreciate what has happened in the past, so you may fully recognize the worth of your present, and so your future, your future can be appreciated, no matter the aspects, no matter the hardships, no matter the people, no matter what happens in your life, you're able to appreciate and recognize the worth of it, recognize how this is going to make me stronger, recognize how, what can I take out of this, recognize there is joy in this, recognize this is hard, I'm going to have to put in work for this, because when you realize that, when that's done, you're not just, oh my gosh, thank you for this award, but you're able to actually Realize that that is an award you deserve because that was no easy task. It was, it's just not. When I'm editing a video, I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to get this done. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get this done. And I put subtitles on mine because we're in the month of December. And so I put subtitles on my videos. And when I realized that this takes, I've worked on the same video for a week now. And, and it's about a 45 minute video. I'm still working on it. But I have to realize putting subtitles, especially how I speak, baby, it is no easy task. And I deserve breaks. I deserve rewards. I deserve treating myself. I put it in work. I'm putting in work. And I love doing this. I do. But I'm putting in work to do what I love. Hey, and I'm doing it good. And so whenever I'm done with this video, I deserve whatever comes from it. I deserve the good, the positive. I put in that work, but I have to appreciate that this is going to be hard for me. And sometimes it's so impossible. It seems so impossible, I shall say, for us to do that. I mean, saying that this is going to be hard is like, oh, you're weak. You can't pick that up. I can pick it up. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. That don't mean the things that I choose to do ain't going to be hard. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Right there right there man that is it my father that is it man god is so good oh my gosh you see what i'm saying he rewards me and something that i love is is again recording any episodes it's a hardship okay and it's the truth and i'm because it's not an easy task to sit somewhere or 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 to do all of this by myself Okay, and of course, God gives me the strength. But as I just said, just because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, doesn't mean the things I choose to do ain't going to be hard. I have to realize that it's hard. I have to realize that I might worry so I may be able to cast it upon to Jesus. Thank you, God. Okay, I have to acknowledge that. That doesn't mean I claim the hurt. Doesn't mean I claim the pain, but I must 
recognize it, okay? It's a difference. For instance, I'm feeling sad right now. I am not a sad person, but I am feeling sad. Sadness is not mine, but I am feeling sad. Meaning that when I say sadness is not mine, I'm meaning that I'm not claiming myself to be a sad person. I just happen to be Shani Wasserkopf, and I just happen to be sad. It is a feeling. It is an emotion. This is how I'm feeling right now. And I have to acknowledge the truth of how I feel. I feel that this is hard. I feel uncomfortable. I feel unhappy. And to acknowledge that, is, that's courage. That's maturity. That's, that is the journey to emotional intelligence, to be honest with yourself vulnerable with yourself clear with yourself that allows you to grow that allows you to say man realizing that the journey to to growth is it it begins with honesty that 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 you need to grow in an area that's what it begins with because if you believe that 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 you got it all you don't need to do anything else in life because you're just perfect the perfect cream like cream what's the meaning to grow you have to acknowledge that there is an area you need to grow in Hey, and, that, and, and that's what's being said. And so these hardships allow us to appreciate life to a greater extent. Seeing how violent the world is and still having a life, it, it allows you to appreciate the, the, the worth, recognize the worth of it. Everything in life allows you to appreciate life itself more, God more. It just does. And some things are harder to appreciate and recognize the worth of because of the pain, because of the hurt. Yet again, mentioning what we did in this episode, I, I just pray that we all find a, a, a way to, to heal and to acknowledge and appreciate us, appreciate what we do, appreciate it all, and be honest that it is hard. It's hard to get out of bed in the morning. I want to sleep. And, and, and start with something that you're able to be honest about without even thinking about it. Because that will lead you to be honest about things that, that you have to think about, okay? It's a process. It's a step. But I was reading Romans 8 the other day. And this is actually where this entire... Like, I remember recording an, an 11-minute video about my revelation. Because I just kept diving into it. And I'm like, Jesus, you just gave me some answers. Hebrews 11, 6. Romans 8 really assists you in, in, in just diving into God. It, I mean, it just allows you to realize the actuality of life and, and, and while we're here. And it, 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 it reminds me of appreciation. So I just appreciate. And I realize the, the worth of Romans 8. Okay. But it talks about a lot of things in here. And I want to find the verse that really assists with that. And and. and but it wasn't really just a verse. So if I had to leave you all with something, I recommend no matter what you believe in, because again, what I love about the Bible, but like believer or not, like non-biased opinion, which I thank God for giving me the skill to do that. And I believe that you can be non-biased to things. Hey, but it's, I would recommend reading Romans 8 and actually diving into what is being said and, and, and not being so focused on the surface level of things because when I decide to look into it not necessarily being like oh Jesus 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 or God 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 hey truthfully I mean it shows us if we look at that I, I was reading Romans uh, 8 and then I went back to Genesis and was really diving into Adam and Eve and I just saw that life has been an har- a hardship since that I mean hey we we see that when we talk about appreciation, which is hilarious, God gave us that, okay? All we had to do was keep it, 
Okay, when, when we're talking about Adam and Eve, God gave us life, eternal life, without working for it, really. The, the work we put in was literally just to keep what he had already gave us. We see that the appreciation for that could have been a little, okay, you know what I'm saying, hey. And, and with Adam and Eve eating that fruit, it switched the, the, the actuality of the situation so fast. It, it, it switched the spectrum. It switched how we viewed things. It switched the facts, the, the truth of the matter. Because first, it was a thing of where God gave us it all. And all we had to do was keep it. But then it was that, shoom. After they ate that fruit, it was taken away. And now it was about getting it back and then continuing keeping it. As we were doing, or as Adam and Eve were was doing before they ate the fruit. I love Romans 8.18, okay? Because it says, it talks about the sorrow that we feel right now is not compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. And then we go back to, oh, that's the verse. Thank you, Jesus. Because I actually have it written. When we go back to Genesis 3.16, when they've eating the fruit already and God has found them he says as he's talking to Eve I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception in sorrow thou shalt bring forth children okay and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee that's a whole different topic baby but people don't actually realize that Eve was the first person to eat the fruit I love this because I appreciate it all. I mean, and I appreciate them eating the fruit because I can appreciate. I mean, if the that's how the Bible starts. We're on Genesis three. We have so much left to read, and because of this decision, we're actually able to really see God work. God bring us out. Before they ate the fruit, we were given everything, demand over everything. I mean, hey, we were living lavish, and. Because they ate the fruit, which was such a deterring experience to what God had, had, had set for everlasting life. We were now in this life of being imperfect beings because they ate the fruit. I'm able to experience God's love. I'm able to see that he will even send his only son because he loves us so much. I'm able to see even back in Genesis that he still was with Adam and Eve after they ate the fruit. I mean, man, and even their children and their children's children and the generations to come that has led to us. It is a blessing to and, 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 and it, it, I, I can recognize the worth of it because I can see where it stemmed from and everything in life. You're not able to see that. But this sparked the conversation because when we talk about Jesus dying on the cross, we see that it began because we ate the fruit and the hardship that began there was now we no longer was given something to keep. Especially before Jesus died on the cross, we weren't given anything to keep as we were given salvation to keep and by just, again, not eating from the fruit of our knowledge of good and evil. And especially we're talking about the Old Testament before Jesus dies on the cross. We, we, we see that, man, it, it, it was it, hardships on hardships on hardships. And we just see God in the midst of them all, in the midst of us through them all. And we're able to appreciate that because we realize that we were the ones who, we, we were the ones in the situation. God never again, it, he stayed with us. He loved us. He didn't throw them off the face of the earth. He just said, get out of the garden of Eden. And even then, he was, he was with Abel. He, he, he's with Moses. He's with us all. Despite him having to send his own son. I mean, he didn't have to do that. He did that because he loved us. It's so much. I'm just going and going and going. It's so much, y'all. But I love where it says, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow. Because in Romans 8, it talks about how the struggles and hardships of the world 
of Christians and um, Christian believers and those who don't believe is like a child's birth. It's like childbirth. Okay. And and I love that because it literally says here in, in, in more KJV words that the conception of it, it, it would be sorrow in her conception. And we see that, 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 that childbirth is, hey, I ain't handled child, but baby, I know some people who have. I mean, my mom is a great example. <laughs> but really, though, I'm able to appreciate Jesus. And as I read more, I'm able to appreciate that because, man, it comes from so much. We all start from somewhere. And so Romans 8 is a beautiful chapter if you would like to begin reading the Bible. Romans is just a good book to begin with. I would say read Romans 8 or begin with Genesis, hey, because, again, you're starting from the beginning. You can begin anywhere. I don't know. But I love you all. I do. And, hey, hardships to appreciate. Are we only appreciating some hardships or all of them? It's such a blessing. I mean, hey, it really is. And so we hit a lot of points in this. I I mean, man, I'm just so thankful for y'all, for this community, for love in general, for God, because God is love. And he who dwells in love dwells in God and God in him. First John 14, 16. And so I just love y'all. I do. And I thank y'all for this episode, this topic, you all's perspectives you all's ears, you all's feedback, everything I do. And so, hey, hardships to appreciate. I love y'all. I love y'all. I do. And I didn't know where this episode will leave. I mean, like the first 30 minutes of the recording was me just breaking down hardships and appreciate. It's so much that God brings and what I wanted to start it with was Romans 8, but I ended up ending it with that. And it's because I was living through that I was able to actually hear what God was saying and actually make faithful choices and, and, and be confident in my choice and not be doubtful. And I was confident in the choices made. And I'm just very appreciative that a revelation God gifted me, I was able to get more revelations while gifting it to you all. And I always pray that prayer, not just for you all, but for me as well. And so I love you all so much. I do. Thank you all for Loving any and being a part of the community. I love you all so much. I do. I do. I do. I do. Love you all so much. If you all want to chat on Instagram, comment under our post or DM us or whatever you please. Make sure you are intentional about it and we would love to chat with you. Follow us at I-N-N-I-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And I love you all so much. Love you all so much. Yeah, God loves you more. And until next Friday, man, 2022, oh my, oh my, I love y'all so much. And until next Friday, Shani Wasserkoff says, well, actually not until next Friday. I'm going to see y'all soon. I talk to y'all every, anyway, I love y'all. Yet God loves you more. And until next episode, Shani Wasserkoff says, or until next time, anyway, Shani Wasakoff says ladies. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We did it. Ah!